All right. Ladies and gentlemen. I think he just sharted himself. It's Friday night. <laughs> you know what that means, don't you? You just sharted yourself. That's I sharted. We're going to make the sharted. Let, make, make the joke one more time. I don't think anybody heard it the first two. <laughs> you sharted, man. Here we go. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and those of you that haven't decided upon a gender yet, welcome to yet another episode of Blather the Show. I'm Murphy. Joining, I'm us, Big Daddy D- joining us this week man. with Big Daddy Decaf is... DWG. That's right. The DWG herself is with us, which means there's nobody in the chat room. And... <laughs> <laughs> Uh man. Hello, chat root. Chat root. Chat root. Yeah. Chat root. Maybe we chat. If you chat, chat root. You know, I like a candy man. If you say candy man in the mirror five times, maybe if you look at the chat room. Chat you say room. chat room three okay, we'll times do it. in a row. We'll say chat room three times in a row. Ready? All right. Chat room. Chat room. There ain't nobody in the fucking chat room. All right. You know, people, look, let me let me tell you something here. I love you. I love you all. I know you are listening because I see the numbers from the podcast downloads. So people are downloading the show. Get your asses in the show live on Friday nights. Please, for the love of God, get your asses in the chat room live Friday night. Oh, my God. So, wow. All right. It's Friday night. And um, joining us this week is the DWG. But before we do anything... Because we were remiss last week, we are going to start right off the bat with it with our first reoccurring bit of the show, and that is the presentation <laughs> of the drinks. James L., what are you drinking, my friend? I'm drinking Polar uh-huh. and Gin with Watermelon. Aren't you fancy? <laughs> okay. It's, like a, it's, it's like a gin load right in your mouth, baby. <laughs> Okay. Speaking of gin loads in your mouth, uh, DWG, what are you drinking, girl? <laughs> gin and polar. Nice. nice. Very nice. Well, I... What's your gin and polar, man? I understood the assignment, and uh, tonight I am drinking a high, a hazy IPA from Black Flag Brewing, Br- Black Flag Brewing here in Maryland. What was that? What did you say? It is Black Flag Brewing. Well, oh, the there it Black goes. Flag there Brewing, it yeah. Goes. And the beer is called, can you read what it's called? Therapy. Cheaper Than Therapy. There you go. Yeah. Cheaper Than Therapy. Ain't it that is, true? It is a hazy Brenda, IPA. You're going you to make Britta switch up from gin and... T- there you go. There you go. You don't. You don't. You don't need therapy no more. <laughs> you can. You can tell your. You can tell your psychologist, your psychiatrist, and your therapist that you don't need them anymore. Oh no. Oh, she deleted herself. We lost the DWG. What happened? She's gone. She's gone out of the chat. Uh oh. Someone did not pay her internet bill. There it is. She's back. She's I was back. like, what just happened? <laughs> did you just? Did you not plug? Your laptop's not plugged in, is it? It is plugged in. Well, I think. you dropped, and you've got no video now. You're 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 in blank mode. I'm Uh-oh. coming back. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> okay, there we go. Wait, she's she's rearranging. There we go. All right. <laughs> she she really did just swallow a, a load of gin right there. Why is your hand all? Why is your hair all messed up now? What happened? 
<laughs> Did the dildo pop out? She had to put it back in. It was like, boop. Oh, shit, guys. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> That's for my OnlyFans account. <laughs> I was going to say, the glasses aren't there because she can't see. They're there for eye protection. That's the... Uh... <laughs> Okay, but seriously, take a look at this beer. <laughs> this is a New England hazy IPA. Look at this. Look, yeah. that is that is some fucking thick. dank thick beer right there. <laughs> it is. Thick. You say tank thick or dank tank thick? Dank, dank. <laughs> and it is so. I what I like about this beer is it's it's a hazy. I love hazies, but it's it's super hoppy, but isn't bitter. So and it's a seven percent beer. So it's it's you know not a slouch. It's it's very tasty. Very very tasty. You can't. It's it's almost like on camera it looks green, but here in real life it's kind of banana colored. So 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 how so how does it compare to the like the Sam Adams New England? Sam, Sam Adams. Yeah. Um, the new the Sam Adams is a little more a little more citrusy, um, but this is still really good. Like I I really enjoy it. It's good. And you know we went to a little little you know beer here is weird because. There are state-run liquor stores here, and so and they can't sell beer in grocery stores. So okay, and I'm just north of D.C., so that's a that's a probably from all the shootings. <laughs> no, because you can still you can still buy all that in the grocery stores in D.C. and in Virginia, it's everywhere. But um, yeah, of course uh, they sell that shit on the sidewalks. <laughs> but yeah, for some reason up here in Maryland, it's the weirdest fucking thing, and it's only in in Montgomery it's, County. Uh, and we're we're not like Virginia. We don't sell it at grocery stores. Yeah, no shit. So yeah, but uh, so I went to a little new little beer store near me and uh, picked this up. I really enjoyed it. Super tasty. Hmm. Hmm. Delicious. Look like you swallow. like you swallowing a glass of juice yourself. <laughs> that shit looks thick as. Fuck. It is, dude. It's. I'm telling you, man. It's. <laughs> no, I can tell, man. It looks good though. It's very yeah, tasty. Like very tasty. All right. Uh, so. No, before we go into that deep thought, I was just talking about your hair, right? I say every oh. time I look at your hair. So, so it, you said that it was uh, the humidity. I said that was the negrity, <laughs> the negro humidity that's come kicking in. Cause you looking more and more black. You look more black than me <laughs> these days, man. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> like, you said they're gonna be coming out, bro. But you know, if we are in Vegas and Seattle, you never got the brother hand look, right? You know, you never got the what's up. You can walk down, they would be like. Up, right? You'd be like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in. So, so wait, so I gotta tell you, this is kind of funny. So, I we went, the Dodgers were here last week, and we went to the Dodgers Nationals game. And, um, you know, most I, I keep to myself, and you know, one thing I've learned here in, in, in DC is just, just shut up and just do what you need to do, don't talk to people on the metro. Just fucking well, Seattle. That's what you did in Seattle. No, in Seattle, it's because it's polite. In DC, it's because you don't want to get shot. And um, <laughs> but walking around National Stadium with thousands of my Dodger brethren, everybody was saying what's up to each other. Didn't matter, black, white. As long as you were wearing Dodger blue, you were good. I my fists by the end of the day were sore from so many fucking pounds. It was fucking great. Wow. Loved it. Wow. Loved it. But yeah, uh, the black guys actually acknowledged me. It was great. <laughs> no one called me a colonizer. I was, I was, just, it was fantastic. I was so proud of myself. But the Afro dude looked good though, man. I like it. Man. When I got the haircut last time, I told the lady, I said, "Look, 
and I make this reference and so no one fucking gets it. I'm like, look, just kind of thin out the sides and and you know clean up the back, but let the top kind of stay because I like how I like how it's getting up here. I'm getting kind of that eraser head thing. Nobody fucking understands what eraser head. So, is. so so okay, the change up. Say I want the Cosmo Kramer. That's what I'd say. That's what I was joking about. But I don't know if anybody's gonna get that now. Like, oh, yeah, thing has been too low. It's been too fucking probably. long. And also, there's some, like, what am I just gonna drop a bunch of racial epithets in the middle of a, of a comedy set? Like, no, <laughs> not anymore. It's not like we used to. Do. Give me the kid and play. That'd be that'd be. <laughs> kid and play. Make but yeah, that's you got you got to do the running band up for that bitch too. <laughs> oh jeez. Hey man, you still do pretty good for one leg. Yeah, yeah you like one how bouncy it is. <laughs> the the really shitty thing is like I take a shower. And like for that day, my hair looks awful. Like, like it just it gets all like super curly. Like, and it's all yeah, like I, I feel you totally, bro. But then the next day, because the next day it's totally fine. The next day the hair is good. I shower every other day, so like you know. Uh oh. That's <laughs> you already you already started fitting. In Seattle, you take three four showers a day. Do you, no. you take a shower every other no, day? No, I've showered every other day for fucking years. That's that's because if you don't, if I if I shower every day, my skin gets super dry and my hair never does its thing right. So I like I, Seattle. You don't have to shower. All you have to do is step outside. It's always fucking raining. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because in Seattle, the, your shampoo out there. <laughs> in Seattle, the rainy season is from like the end of September through June. Here, the rainy season is from June through December. So it's like <laughs> I've just traded it. Win. I've just traded it. That's all. Yeah. And and in Vegas, the rain season is from never to never. <laughs> hey, it, it rained like one day, like last month. When it, it wants to. And it's like it's like sprinkling people's running to the fucking cars, full bolting across the parking lot. I don't get wet. It's like it's like what is it like a half inch of rain, maybe. If you're lucky. You know what I it feels darted to their cars. I'm like, what are you doing? You know what weather in Vegas I hated? <laughs> Was the windy winters? The wind in the winters in Vegas. Yeah. Oh fuck, man! It it gets and every time. Every time you get that, is when you're at an event outside. Oh, every it just fucking time. cuts you to the bone. <laughs> the wind in Vegas was is awful, man. I know it's like. I know that why thick. they call Chicago windy city? Because I swear it's windy every day here. Our wind this year has been like worse yeah, than it's ever. Been no, yeah, it's been nonstop. Yeah, so you're outside, like, you're in the pool, and then the wind blows, and it's like all the sun he's just like, whoosh, it just melts your fucking face, right? And then you go cool off and lift up, and then the wind's cold. <laughs> and then you're fucking, you're like, what? you're like, what the fuck is going on? And then if you're just in the wrong spot, you get sandblasted. That's uh... <laughs> Right. <laughs> right in your eye. <laughs> she's like, she's like, no, I'm saying it. <laughs> You can sandblasted. No, uh, I set myself up for that. Yeah, you did. Sandblasted. The sandblast. Who's that guy? Sand. (laughs) Who's that guy? Dirt. (laughs) We call him Mr. Sand Man. Don't worry about it. So you're so you're saying you get the dirt from one side and the sand from the other? (laughs) And a stiff breeze. And a stiff breeze from the back. Is that the dirty sand chance? <laughs> oh All right, folks, look. 
We are going to continue on from last week because, look, yeah, this might shock it's... some of you, but apparently, <laughs> since the last mass shooting, there were a bunch of more mass shootings. I know. There were 20 mass shootings since the one in Texas to about today. I think it might have been yesterday, but yeah, 20 more mass shootings. Now, Brenna, you look. This is gonna be a heavy show, folks. But we'll lighten it up at the end. I promise. Maybe we'll get Brenda to take her shoes off and put her feet on the desk and see if we can get James L to pass out. <laughs> oh, we gotta wait for the end. Of so, show. so <laughs> you gotta make it to the end. <laughs> make it and to let's the end. see if DWG can get through it without crying. <laughs> so, um. So you listened to last week's show, and you had some thoughts. And, folks, look, I, I want to make this clear. Look, we, we love you guys. So if there's anybody out there, if you hear a show and you have some thoughts, drop into the chat room. And if you really got some thoughts, let us know. Maybe we can see about getting you on the air. You know, this is like, you know, it's not quite like public radio or anything or public television. But, shit, man, we got an open platform. I am all about getting people on it. So, Brenna. The DWG, you had some thoughts about last week. You had some thoughts about some shooting stuff. I'd like to hear your opinion on stuff. I blathered on incessantly last week. Well, I was telling James L today, you know, it's all these kids died where this was a week ago and everybody has forgotten about all the kids already. It's just so much needs to change. Mm -hmm. I've gotten... I think I've said this before, like, you know, my mom voted for Obama and mm. then voted for Trump because her boyfriend did. And I was just like, finally, like, got her to open up her mind to what was actually going on. She's like, oh, yeah, the fact that cops took 45 minutes to get in, it's bullshit. I was like, thank you, mom. You're finally opening your eyes to what's going on. <laughs> And I hope that I hope it does. I really does hope it opened people's eyes to what I was even shocked when you brought it on the show. You saw my reaction. I was shocked that it took that long for yep. them to get in there. And and I want to I want to point out something something that Brenna brought up, and that's that the the media has forgotten about it. The media hasn't forgotten about it. The problem is that the Uvalde uh, police department is not cooperating with anyone. They're not talking to the press. They're not talking to the FBI. They're not talking to the Texas Rangers. They have gone into lockdown mode. And anybody with any information about what's happening or what, what happened or what the police are doing is not talking. The media is trying to do their jobs, but the police have gotten into this total lockdown mode. The police right now are so scared. The police in Uvalde are so scared to keep the press away from the events they have actually started working with biker gangs and had the biker gangs doing security at these funerals to keep the press away. Like that happened this week. So the the police are in complete and total CYA mode right now. And the elected officials in Texas, the last thing they want to seem to be is anti-police. So they're not saying anything publicly as well. But from what I've been why, told... Why, why, would, why would politicians want to look like the anti-police in Texas? Yeah, I know. That's kind of a weird one, right? But from what I've been told, um, <laughs> every elected official in Texas is leaning hard on, on the Uvalde Police Department to make changes and to be somewhat transparent, but they are completely covering their asses. Re- reports came out today that the chief of pol- police in Uvalde, the one who got 
um, quietly, secretly signed into the or um, um, sworn in on the city council the day after the shooting. Um, didn't have a police radio on him that day. Well, okay. Then that brings me up. I, I'm going to bring in a bigger subject and bring it back down to this. Okay, so all these policies and laws and shit that's supposed to be passed, mm-hmm. wearing body cams, uh, being uh, the devotion. What's the word I'm looking for? The information, transparency, uh-huh. and shit, right? But you seems like no matter all these fucking shootings with the cops. It's still the same shit. <laughs> yeah. It hasn't changed. It's like they, they control. Oh, well, we didn't have our body cam on that day. Yeah. What, and the not? parents deserve freaking answers. And <laughs> the parents threatening to arrest the parents in there trying to get their kids out of the situation. Like the, that police department is, I hate to say this because, okay, so here, let me make a point on this, folks. And I want everyone to understand this. I'm actually pro cop, but I'm pro community policing not fucking you know pull you over for uh you know suspicion and that's, then demand remember that's what i was saying in new york well i was saying in new york yeah. you feel in prison it was in prison yeah policing it was a community people try to talk to the cops and the cops will not respond yeah. back to them they're just like keep on walking sir you're in, yeah. you know we we have real work to do and that kind of attitude oh well you know? they got you know they once the the hero pussy dried up after 9 11 the new york police department stopped being friendly um so the, the I'm pro community policing and I'm pro cop, but but this is indicative of what small town police departments do: cover their asses at any cost, um, cover ups to to cover up things like you know police officers abusing power or fucking people fucking um, people in the back of their squad cars, you know shit like that. Uh, uh, rampant racism. That's what happens in these small town police departments, and oh, it's happens, and it's, it happens in big ones too. Happens in the big <laughs> ones too. But I would say uh-huh. when you have a police department of less than fifty people, the chances yeah. of you having a shitty police demar- department are pretty high. But you have a police department of several hundred officers or several thousand officers, especially in areas that are uh, more diverse. You wind up with a more diverse police department, which means you wind up with a less shitty police department. Unfortunately, Uvalde, Texas is not one of those police departments. All right, so it, so then with it, because I know everybody's talking about not uh, about the uh, police being more of a military and having all the the gear like a military gear and stuff. So, do you think that it's a matter of they didn't have the because you say he had the armor piercer bullets, so? It was a matter of saying that their lives are not as poor as the kids and they couldn't get the cops to go in there. I mean, or they could have no. reached the door like in five minutes and some people could have took them down and it may have been a cop or two that lost their life. So, okay, remember, I don't know if everybody's familiar with this, but there is a Supreme Court ruling that um, there was an argument about what the police are and are not obligated to do. And a Supreme Court ruling, they ruled that the police have no obligation to protect the innocent. None. Zero. Their obligation is to stop crime, not to protect the innocent. So they, uh, I can't envy the situation they were in. Look, this guy is holed up in a room with multiple weapons. They know he's got multiple weapons. They know it looked like he had body armor, but they weren't sure. And this is a guy who was indiscriminately set on killing people. I do not envy their situation. Um, And... 
they're humans, so of course they don't want to die. But on the other end, you of know that, what you're signing up for when you become a police officer. That's it exactly. When you sign in and you you decide that this is what you want to do with your life, you there's a certain obligation you have. It's like the military to the public. I mean, on the side of the car it says to protect and serve. Sir, would you rather have one police officer that could have died and saved these children than all these children that? Live no life. You know, like, I, 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 not saying their life is le- like not as important as their kid, but like I said, it's you know what you're signing up for when you become a police officer. You are putting your life at risk every single day, and the second you stop doing that, you shouldn't be a police officer anymore. Now, there's another side to this, and I, I, I can't, I can't endorse the whole trading lives like no one's life is worth another you can't say you know how many kids are worth how no that that that, i can't play that game but what i can say is this this is a situation that police officers are trained for they practice they train they drill it's not like you finish fucking police academy and then you're just thrown out so you say because you say because they even try to do any of the drills that they learn (laughs) they they have a situation where you've got a guy with a gun in a room. He's not trained. He doesn't know what he's doing as far as you know. You just know he's a guy with a gun. And a guy with a gun is irrational, which means he's going to be irrational. And irrational people make irrational decisions. But it's also predictable decisions. I think that there was an opportunity there for them to actually do something Talk and prevent the, the loss of life. Whether it be talking to the guy. Whether it be breaching the room early. Whether it be coming in from uh, multiple angles at once to limit the, the amount of killing that this guy could do. They are wearing bulletproof vests. There is a, even if you hit a bulletproof vest with an armor piercing round, it's not like it goes through it like paper. You still have a great chance of surviving that, especially if you're hit in a non-vital area. I don't expect cops to, every cop to go in and it's, look, it's not the movies, okay? You don't run into a room and swoop up the child and turn your back to get shot seven times. No, it's not that. Okay. They could have opened up the door. They could have let the children out. So they could have broke. They could have broke that. They could have broke down the door and sniped the fucking guy. They could have come to the room outside. This is a school. They have drops. They have drop ceilings. You'd come through the fucking ceiling. My point is that they didn't even try. They had training. They had weapons. They had tools. And most important thing that people forget the cops have is a communication system. You may outrun. You may outrun the badge. You're not going to outrun the radio. These guys but, but, uh, missed golden opportunities to but take, you know what it does, take advantage of the situation. But you know, you know what it does, and when people see that that do the shootings or or or, or want to do their own shooting, and they seeing that cops are not even going to try to go in to save lives. What well, that's just uh, why that, do you think there was twenty more <laughs> since this incident? You know what I find to be really interesting. Um, in the conversations that came out since this, when we were asked why the police didn't go in, their response was, well, the guy had AR-15s. We didn't want to get shot with those. If the weapon is so dangerous that the police don't want to deal with it, maybe we shouldn't be selling that weapon. I'm sorry. Uh, no. I know. I, I, again, I think this is a, um, I think this is a well-worn point at this point. And it, taking away that gun, honestly, is going to be incredibly difficult to do because of Supreme Court rulings already that exist. But that being said, I look, Can't I don't lose I, our Second Amendment. I well, so 
that's the thing about the Second Amendment. First off, you, if anybody next time says someone to you, and this will only work in person, it won't work online because people can Google, but the next time someone says to you something about the Second Amendment, say, okay, what's the Seventh Amendment? Because the people who like to hide behind the Second Amendment, the only ones they know are the first two. They might know the fourth or the fifth. No one knows the seventh. Yeah, yeah, the fourth is like search, search and seizure. Mm-hmm. Fifth is incriminating yourself. Anybody know, know what the seventh is? I used to. You know what the seventh is? This is the seventh. This is the seventh. Ready? Any civil trial that involves more than $20 can be a jury trial. Or maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? Because you don't know what the fucking Seventh Amendment is. That's but, the point. I mean, does the Seventh also said that you have a right to a lawyer? I'd have to look it up. Been. I don't know it either because I'm not one of these assholes that hides behind the Constitution. Now, Mark would know what it is. I don't. Yeah. I don't hide behind them. But you know what I find to be really interesting? And I, I let me see if I can find this real quick. Um, I, I Stall for me a second because when it comes to the amendments, here in Washington, I have been... Um, to most of the monuments huh. and the Thomas, you know what? I... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, oh, you told me to stall. Then you talk. Oh, stall. So I have been. To... Okay, I've been to most of the monuments, and there is something on the Thomas Jefferson monument. <laughs> I have a question for DWG. Yes. Okay. So DWG, what do you feel personally about the AR-15? Do you think the guns should be banned, or you think that people should be able to own it because most people don't use it to kill people? I don't think it should be a gun people should own. So you don't think they should sell it at all? Ban it completely? No. I mean, the only people that really need AR-15s are the people up in Alaska hunting their fucking deers. (laughs) Or trying to scare off bear and moose. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They need AR-15 for that, too? So... So do you think so? Anybody else that own the AR-15 is just trying to get an erection, or just um, <laughs> because they can? I mean, what, I what, don't think it bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's a reason. Even for even anybody. personally, even personally, I don't own the AR-15, and I don't think I ever will. I fired the AR-15, but it's like for me, I I don't feel like it's a necessary gun to really own in, in a house. You know what I'm saying? No. I just don't. It, it's just it, it's the only. If thing you want is, a gun for self defense, what's wrong with a freaking little pistol? But, but like, let me, like I, I described this to Murph before. What the AR-15 is? The AR-15 is like the douchebag gun, like <laughs> Corvettes, Mustangs, right? It's like because you can own it, and they're they're pricey. And ammo's pricey and shit, but it's like it's like it's the it's to try to have a bigger dick gun. It really is. That's the only reason that all the AR-15. It's the Rolls well, Royce. <laughs> no, it's not even a Rolls Royce. It's a it's yeah. a it's a it's a Ford Raptor. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those big ass F-150s that people can't fucking drive with yeah. the big ass wheels and shit. And they're in the parking lot, and it takes like forty minutes to park. <laughs> Try to back up just to show off, and it they can't. <laughs> That's what they are. Fifteen is because most people like my friend owns one that is he was a marine, military trained. So you know when I go shooting with him, he really like you know shoot this way, position this or whatever. Right, but when he fights the AR fifteen, it's a whole lot further out than me, and all you hear is. Bing, 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 bing. You don't fucking miss, you know. And that's the thing. If you're halfway trained with AR-15, you go walk into a store or school, you take it out multiple people easily. Is that is is that easy of a gun? And it's light. It's lighter. AR-15s. Yeah. You wouldn't believe. 
The AR-15 is almost lighter than the fucking pistol. It's a, the Armalite 15. It's, li- it's, it's lighter, it's lighter than a 357. It, the six-shooter is lighter than mm-hmm. a six-shooter. And the weight's yeah. distributed. The weight is distributed. I mean, look, as far as weapon design goes, it's a fantastically designed weapon. It does exactly it what is. it's supposed to do. It is the perfect killing machine. It's designed to kill people. <laughs> it's not designed yeah. for bears. It's not designed for moose. It's not designed for deer or clay pigeons or duck hunting. It's designed to kill human beings, and it does it very effectively. All right, I want to I want to read you guys something. So, I, I, I like I said here, I have been... Um, since getting to DC, one of the things I've loved to do here is go to the monuments. I love them all. Um, every time I'm at one of the monuments, I am filled with a sense of awe, and I absolutely fucking love it. And I, James L knows this about me. I am a big Thomas Jefferson guy. Um, and the Thomas Jefferson monument was the big one I wanted to see when we came here, like even before moving here. When we so, came so here. why are so many black people named Jefferson? <laughs> hey. Take that up with my boss, um, Congress J- J- <laughs> James Jefferson Jackson, uh, John- Thomas Jefferson, Thomas Jefferson Johnson. That's it, Thomas Jefferson, Congressman Thomas Jefferson. Johnson. Why, why so many black people named Johnson? So look, let me read. I want to read you something. Did you, so have you, James L? Have you been to the Thomas Jefferson mem- um, Monument here? You know what? I don't think I've been to the Thomas Jefferson. So, no, I so uh, the, you've got the National Mall where you've got the yeah. um, Lincoln Memorial, then the Mall, the yeah, Washington, I've been there. and then you've yeah, I've got been there. The White House. And I don't all think that. I've been to, yeah, but uh, all that. But just south uh, west of the of the mall is the Tidal Basin, and that's where the um, that's where uh, 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 the Martin Luther King Memorial is. That's where the Thomas Jefferson Memorial is. The um, uh, uh, um, um, Teddy Roosevelt memorials over there. The Thomas Jefferson memorial, though, is is I think it's my favorite because I love when you go into the monuments and there are things written and inscribed on the walls. And the Abraham Lincoln one is wonderful. I love it, but the Thomas Jefferson one has four different quotes around on the porticos. And I want to read you the one from the southeast portico. And this, I think, is super important because when when the right wing and the gun nuts start talking about the founding fathers based this country on on the rights to God and guns, <laughs> and this is <laughs> what they this true. is what they had in mind, and we are not changing it. Not when they close when they true. try to hide behind <laughs> it, exactly. That's why there are amendments to the Constitution. But when they try to hide behind that, I want you to remember this quote. Okay, I am not an advocate of frequent change in laws and constitutions, but laws and institutions must go hand in hand with the progress with the progress of the human mind. As that becomes more developed, more enlightened, as new discoveries are made, new truths discovered, and manners and opinions change, with the change of circumstances, institutions must advance also to keep pace with the times. We might as well require a man to still wear the coat which fitted him when he was a boy as a civilized society remain under the most regimen of their barbarous ancestors. Well. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, it's, yeah. you can't do a mic drop cause it's chiseled in yeah. stone. So chisel and hammer drop because look folks, it's fucking written right there for you. Okay. Yeah. So, so do you think it will take, it will take longer to change gun laws in this country, then it has to change the right of uh, abortion, gay rights, interracial couple. I mean, is, are all of those like going to bypass? I mean, because even 
uh, after JFK got killed and Robert Kennedy got killed in the 60s, they were talking about gun reform and changing things in this country. And they still didn't do it. We're talking 50 fucking years. So is it going to take another 50 or is it going to just take shootings or is it just going to take the the right people being killed? I I hate to say that, you know, or the right kids being killed, which is a terrible way to put it. But you know what I'm going at. You know what I'm saying? To get that kind of change. I think... If the Democrats can – I hate to say leverage this because it, it's, it's what it is. But if they can leverage this election, we'll, we can see actual meaningful gun changes in the next two years. But that's a big if because now what has to happen – and the Democrats, I don't think they have a, the, the stomach for this to campaign on the – The Democrats are spineless? No, 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 no. not spineless. No. They're going to have to campaign on the corpses of those children. Which I don't think they have the stomach to do. Now, they, the they right don't have the stomach, or they all got stomachs or spines. The right, on the other hand, the, the right, on the other hand, will absolutely use. They'll fucking put oh, yeah, these little kids. They'll, 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 as, they'll put their fucking literally pictures up. over shit. Yeah, they'll literally trump over shit. Somewhere. But you know what? I want. I wanted to point something out here because I, I read. I read this this week. Um, Canada's gun laws. Um, Canada has what I think are sensible gun laws. They make sense. Do do either of you know what Canada's gun laws are? Okay. No. So this is after guns. <laughs> this is after one. This is after one mass shooting. This 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 changed. Okay. All right. So here's oh, their gun. Oh, you talking about what? Oh, you talking about a couple years back? It's a little while ago. Yeah. Or yeah, when the uh, homeboy is in office. No, he's still in office. Trudeau, right? the young guy. The... Trudeau, he's yeah. still in office. He's still in office. Yeah. Um, no, I but, think. But this... was he the one? Or was before him? This happened before him. So let me. This is okay. this is what it takes. So first off, number one, assault weapons prohibited. So like your AR-15s, your Tech Nines, your Uzis, even though they're semi-automatic, they're still prohibited. They're classified as assault weapons. Handguns are highly restricted. Rifles and shotguns completely not restricted. Anybody can own a rifle and a shotgun. Now, to buy a restricted weapon. So first off, you have to get a firearms license. You have to have a fire. I think you have to have a firearms license for a um, shotgun or a uh, rifle as well. But you're not restricted. You can you can buy it. The firearm license is just so they know what you have, which makes sense. So first off, you get a firearm license. Okay. Um, all applicants must undergo a screening process. Okay. Again, makes sense. This is not, this is, this is to buy a gun. You actually have to go through the screening process. Then you have to go through a safety course. Okay. All right. So now, now we're going through that. Then there's a criminal history and a background check. Again, none of the, is anything I'm saying here like completely out of whack? James Hill, you're a gun owner. Does any of this seem like something that would offend you as a gun owner? Okay. Then there are provision of personal references. You actually have to say, and these people know that I'm not a shithead. Again, not a bad thing. And then there's a mandatory waiting period. Yeah, that's how it should be everywhere. Canada has over 8 million guns in its country, and their gun homicide rate is one-seventh of the U.S.'s. Which is what needs to happen here. These are not... these. Okay. Uh, this okay. is not gun grabbing. This is All not... Right. This is okay. this is with, sensible. With with that said, huh? With that said, I, 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 I'm I'm just gonna I'm, I'm just no no I'm not gonna go against what you're saying and your point. No, I I want to wow. hear your opinion because like I said, you're the only gun. You DWG, you don't own a gun, do you? Oh. No, no. 
She, you, you, you just disarm people with different. other means. But no, no, but but you're it's the gun owner. Let's from, hear what you have to say. But it's not so much the the gun owner point of view I want to use. I want to use in this country. Is compared to Canada. Mm-hmm. Is this is the level of because so many people are on drugs. So many people are stressed, depressed and turn to violence or domestic violence or whatever the case may be. Is this country living in this country and with all the rights that it has, be able to drink 24 hours a day, get weed all the time, get drugs or whatever, people pump drugs. Do you think that compared to Canada is also a reason why the gun the gun violence and killings are so high in this country. So right. I mean, does it or or do you think I mean, is it just because you can get a gun? I'm just I'm just I'm being devil's advocate. I'm not saying I agree or disagree with your point. I'm just wondering does it add up compared to being in Canada? Well, okay, country? so Canada has the same laws regarding alcohol and they're a little more liberal with their drug laws. So they've allowed uh, legalized weed for a while longer than and I think it's national. I don't I think I don't think it's per province. Um their domestic violence rate isn't much better than the U.S.'s, I'll tell you the truth. Um, they're not a total socialist country, so it's not like like some like Amsterdam or something like that. So they have a lot of the same stresses and a lot of the same uh, factors as the U.S. does. Um, well, uh, because that's that's the – I'm just saying that is because I'm trying to re- I, I don't, say what the other side is. For, I mean, it's always like – Psychological, and, and, and Brenda said it too, and you said it, uh-huh. that people should have psychological evaluations. So if that is such a big point in every in the point of view of a gun owner, that everyone should have a psychological evaluation. I think they should, but country. let's. But, but you, well, how, how how am I saying is not? Well, no, 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 no. no. What, what what you what you asked was is Canada comparable as far as crimes go, and is it the availability of some of these items that makes you know non gun related items that make that so much that are amplifying those stats in the United States? Maybe maybe it's something other than the availability of guns, and I would say that that's not true. I'm actually looking right now at Canada's crime stats compared to the U.S. Um, I, uh, let me go to the most current year that they have in the list is 2014, unfortunately. But let me compare that. So, what um, is Canada's, What's Canada's population first compared to the U.S.? That I don't know. I'd have to find out. Um, I don't know. I, I um, Okay, so let's... I know Canada laws are a lot stricter than America. In, like... some, in some cases, they are. But so let's... let's I, I want to... So, okay, I'm, I've got some comparative stats here. Again, this is from 2014. Age of criminal responsibility in in Canada is 12. The age of criminal responsibility in the United States is 6. At 6 years old, a kid can commit a crime and be charged with it. In Canada, 12. Um, and and once that kid gets in the system, what happens? Oh, that's that's a whole other fucking ball of wax. Now, you see what I'm saying? That's the first point. Go on. Okay, so this is... Let's see here. <laughs> crime levels, as far as, like overall crime levels um they're ranked 53rd in the world versus the united states which is ranked 30th they are 43 percent more crime in the united states than canada uh all right so i can't get to the where's the actual i'm getting to the actual crime stats hang on here so that's fear of crime it seems like the actual i'm trying where's the numbers i just had the fucking numbers this is what happens when you don't prep for the show. Uh, okay, <laughs> so the murder rate in Canada 
per it doesn't say per how many okay so i'm just going by by this is statistical numbers unfortunately this isn't like per hundred thousand or per million total crimes in canada this is as of 2014 were 2.52 million crimes total crimes in the united states 11.8 million 11.8 so, million. So, so then you just gave the math big. Did you just gave the correct mathematical equation? Well, that there's more crimes Canada's in there, Canada's. Well, no, Canada's population is 38 million. Okay. Well, that's the United States population is 329 million. million. Yeah, yeah. So you just gave the right equation between what the crime should be. The number of crimes. The number of crimes. But then when you look at like violent crime with an intentional homicide rate, Canada's ranked 12th at 1.56, whereas United States is ranked 4.7. They're they're 4.7, which is ranked seventh, three times more than Canada. So I mean, when you're looking at violence, but the population crime, is Tim or th- right. I, yeah, but I this the, the, but that's I, going by percentage. Yeah, and I don't know if this is per million. You know, I don't know if it's per million. I, there, there's the, look, it's stats. There's three kinds of lies: lies, damn lies, and statistics. But <laughs> I I think the the what the point I'm trying to make is that I don't think that. The guns are what are making crime. That's not the 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 accelerant. Guns are the accelerant for the crime here in the United States versus what it is in Canada. I think there's there there are equal opportunity for crime for rape for you know property crime. The opportunity exists in both. The reason it would stand reason anyway. The reason there's more of it in the United States is the availability of guns. Uh oh. James L's taking off his headset and is going away. He's either going to get a, con- a gun or um, he's going to come back without pants or he's really got to pee. All right. So, DWG, do you have any experience with Canadians? Do you think they're more violent than the Americans, as violent or less violent? They are definitely less. My mom's actually was born in Canada. <laughs> My dad, too, was born in Edmonton. <laughs> Victoria. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, eh? Yeah, our mom got to see his boots on chewing on her toenails. Eh? No, I, I, I look, Can- Canadians are generally nicer people. I can't tell you why. But again, I've got family that's in Edmonton, which like in Al- Alberta is like the south of, Can- of, of Canada. So, you know, a lot of rednecks there, a lot of rednecks, um, you know, a lot of oil fields, you know, things like that. Edmonton's hockey team are the Oilers. I wish I would have known where he went. He just ran away. He just he just left. He said, he "Fuck this! I'm this. out," and he's gone. <laughs> Look, my, the point I'm trying to make is, is I don't think Canada is. I, I, I think the the guns are obviously the deciding factor in crimes in the United States. It's like I said, you know, like Canada's laws are stricter. Like you know, it's my dad used to live in Singapore mm-hmm. and. Like, somebody would drop a $20 bill, and everybody knows not to pick up that $20 bill because they're going to get their hand sliced off. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, it's literally like somebody can molest somebody in the United States and not even get convicted, get nine months and whatever, continue on their day, where other countries, they know they're going to get the fucking book handed to them. So is it the ability of guns or ability of these? So that brings up an interesting point. So we, one of the things I wanted to talk about was common sense laws. So look, is most of that nine millimeter ammo? 
There's nine. There's 40. Uh-huh. Yeah, nine millimeter. And then these are all 40 bullets right here. So I came up with a plan the other day after we had our last show on how to fix the gun problem in America. So there you go, buddy. Yeah. So first off, the... Let's get these like... The Second Amendment Amendment says you have the right to bear arms, and it's a well-regulated militia, which I think is the sticking point for a lot of people, because that would mean well-regulated means rules. So here is my plan, and do you tell me if this would work or not. Here is my plan for fixing the gun problem in the United States. Outlaw all ammunition ammunition other than 9mm and shotgun shells. But I own a forty. I'll, there you go. I'll be pissed off. Good luck. No, you that, now have, no, you now that. have a very expensive so paper. Now, now you trying to take guns out of my fuck. You. No, you can keep your gun. You can keep that forty. That is a very heavy handgun, and at close enough range, if you were to throw it at someone, it would leave a nasty not belt. As, not, not as heavy as a forty-five. Not as powerful <laughs> as that gun or a three fifty-seven. Very heavy. Very That's heavy. A, that is my plan. That is that is Murphy's plan for gun you control. You know the nine country. millimeter. The nine millimeter does just as much damage as the forty. It does. It does. But if we eliminate ammunition, if we eliminate the uh, hollow point bullets and the armor piercing bullets, and if we eliminate the hot shot rounds, things like that. Hey man, I need my hollow point. I need my hollow no, point. You don't. This one. The only reason, yeah, the only ammunition you can buy in this country <laughs> would be nine millimeter rounds and shotgun. And shells. it needs to be monitored how much ammunition you right. buy. So, and let me say right. this. So, let me say this. So what, what, I read. So hold one, on. Hold on. I read World which War one, Z. Which one is which? Which one is which? I can't tell. Your camera. This is not great. Oh, I am not. I'm not a forensic. Listen. In World War Z, which was a fantastic book, when the zombie apocalypse happened, they retooled all ammo. No, they didn't make any ammo that wasn't nine millimeter because all you need is a nine millimeter to take out a zombie. You don't need anything. So which one is which? Uh, I think the left is the hollow point. The one, the flatter. No, this is the nine millimeter. No, isn't that the? No, I thought. No, I thought you were asking me the difference between regular round and a hollow point round. He just runs away. Okay, so. See, this is the problem with gun owners. They're completely unreasonable, and they won't listen to anything you try and tell Nobody them. Nobody cares what you have to say, James, though, because it's all bullshit. Yeah, again, this I'll is again, the, this is the problem with gun owners. Say. They're completely irrational. They won't listen this to anything. One, I thought you were asking me. No, okay, that's what I said. The the flat one. No, no, no. Yeah. The the the, no, the, the flat stu- one is a hollow tip. That's yeah. a forty. That's a forty. So I thought you. I thought they were the same rounds. Look again. But I can't tell. I'm if not I shoot guy. this one in the house, it will not go through and hit somebody in the street. This one will just take out the person breaking it. Yeah. So again, this is this gun rotor, gun owner is completely irrational. You can't have a conversation with them. They just want to play gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my. That is my. Tell me. Tell me where that. Tell me where that would be wrong. Where if we eliminate certain kinds of ammunition or make it very difficult to obtain requires a license or you have to apply for it things like that tell me tell me that doesn't infringe on your right to own a gun i I definitely believe that they should limit the amount of ammunition you got because like like my guy in vegas that guy the guy in vegas he had three thousand rounds with him up in that hotel room let's not go down that rabbit hole somebody has a conspiracy theory that it wasn't him that shot all the people but who's got that conspiracy theory? <laughs> is that the dwg do you have that conspiracy theory brennan i do because i had <laughs> friends that were on the strip that night and there were shootings in planet hollywood there okay. were shootings all over the strip that night but it's the strip there are shootings all over the strip every night 
That's what I said. That was my point of fact. <laughs> Anyways, we're not going <laughs> on this trip. <laughs> and, I, and I told her, I brought that up to her the other day when we went on that topic. He said it, he was like, uh oh. Uh oh. And that is he had an AR 15 that he shouldn't fucking have. And that is the difference between Vegas now and Vegas in the 1960s. In Vegas in the 1960s, you could walk down the street with a $20 bill hanging out of your pocket and nobody would fucking touch you because they knew that was exactly, the mob money. Exactly, because the Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe Vegas needs to go back to that shit again. <laughs> Plenty of holes I'm in the desert. It, 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 no, I mean, but truly, I mean, like, like I said. Uh, for me, being a gun owner, I'm still in the in in the middle of stuff where it's mm-hmm. like nobody truly do really need to own an AR-15. Yeah. There is no justification out there yeah. for any person to actually own an AR-15. But I cannot say that everyone that owns an AR-15 is no. is, is going to go. No, shoot not people. at all. Not at Majority all. Majority of the people won't. But at the no. same time, you can't. There's no point you can justify to me that it's a, that an AR-15 is that is necessary. It's in not your a, house. It's not a sporting weapon. Hunting. No. Who fucking hunts with an AR-15? <laughs> so people going to schools <laughs> to go kill people. Yeah, that's not that. That is hunting, but you're hunting the most dangerous game. That's you're hunting man. Saying. Yeah, no, that's that's, yeah. that's. You know, you know. I said my wife. My wife is very much anti-gun. She doesn't want any guns in the house at all. Um, she's had some bad experiences with family members with guns. Doesn't want any in the house. And for me, I look. I, I some of you know I was in the military for a short period. And James L's taking his headphones off and running away again. <laughs> um, but I, I. I, I'm familiar with weapons. I'm familiar with handguns. I'm familiar with and 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 my 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 father, my grandfather were both military. Um, my my father and my my uncle and my cousin were both were all security. So I've been. I mean, I've been around handguns. My aunt, my God bless her heart, she just turned eighty years old. When we were in the nineties, when we moved her out of her house, when we were moving, we lifted up her bed and moved her bed, and she said, "Oops!" And we looked down. There were fucking Uzis and shotguns under her bed. My aunt my is the God. most. She is the most well armed little old lady you'll ever meet in your life. But she's also an extremely <laughs> responsible gun owner so look i i i I am very much i'm not pro-gun my family is i understand guns and jackie doesn't want guns in the house i wish james l was here to hear this but instead he had taken off his headphones and running away again i said to her the other day i'm like well okay because we had talked about buying a gun a shotgun specifically when fucking covid happened because they were talking about food riots i was like oh my god and she said she doesn't want guns in the house and i'm like but babe what if i got into as a hobby i said what if i got into cowboy shooting i have no desire to go out and kill anybody with a gun but if you're not familiar with cowboy shooting is it's a it's a multi-tiered event there's a quick draw competition there is a target competition and then there is the um, lever action rifle competition. I would love to get into that, but my wife doesn't want guns in the house, and and I completely understand that. Yeah. And I and I had said you to her, how, you see how long that's the point. You see how long it is taking me to go retrieve the shit that I've tried to show you today, yeah. <laughs> but, because I just don't have it laying a fucking route or exactly. people have loaded guns and fucking a responsible gun shit. I don't get the fuck what that's about. <laughs> So I, I asked her, I said, so what if I oh. wanted to get into this and I bought the guns, but I just... This is the 22, this is the 22 bullet. That's a 22. It's a very small bullet. You <laughs> guess your head just rattles around, scrambles your brain. I said, but what if I wanted yeah. to buy those guns, but then I just never bought ammunition or any ammunition I bought, I would buy on the way to the range, use at the range, and then bring the gun home. And she said, I don't, I don't think so. She's, we'd have to talk about that. What are you doing? Loading up the, the 
clip. Loading up the clip for the twenty-two. Okay, so I, I, <laughs> I think there's a there there is a there are responsible gun owners in this country, like James L said. Not everybody who owns an AR-15 is going to go out and shoot up a school. No. Now I will say this: everybody. No, no, who, I won't say that. I will say the majority. Yeah, the, they're not going to. They're not going to. Go no, to. no. Now but I would then, say. Then, I will say a lot of these kids don't even own it. It's just their parents own it, and they go steal it from their parents. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I will say that anybody who owns an AR-15 obviously should just buy Viagra because it'd be cheaper. Matter of fact, I do got a question for you, DWG. Um, That was on the last uh, last week podcast about the um... about the Uvalde gun shooting. No, 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 no. Something more specific because you brought up about owning the AR-15. Having a very tiny penis. No, Having a very tiny penis stuff. that doesn't work. Having a very tiny penis and not knowing where the clitoris is. I don't know. Let never bringing, owning an AR-15 and never bringing a woman to orgasm. <laughs> having an AR-15 and having to ask, is it, and then she asks, is it in? Or he asks, is it in? Because they're a gay guy. What do you owners. think the percentage of men that own an AR-15 actually get a woman off? Oh, in the low low two percents i would say 2.5 percent did they so no, i think a lot of i think uh, there's a lot of women that like there's a lot of women that own ar-15s themselves yeah it's called penis they anyway. don't need a bed to get them off <laughs> no they're dry humping the fucking rounds on that thing anyway oh man you can't remember i cannot can remember, remember. It, it was in the last episode and, and and i brought it up to you and i wanted to bring it up and i cannot you gotta write that shit down you gotta write that shit down so Brenna, you do you have you ever fired a weapon? Nope. Hold on. I think there's another question here. Are you legally allowed to own a weapon? I am legally allowed to own a weapon. Yes. And ladies and gentlemen, she's legally allowed no. to own a weapon. This is why red flag laws should be a thing in this country. Because out of the three of us, if there's any one of us that should not own a weapon, it's the blonde gal up top. I'm sorry, I'm just gonna say this right now. <laughs> Why are you being sexist? Well, not being sexist. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying that woman should know to go. Or are we just talking about Britta? <laughs> We're talking about the one of us. Okay, everybody here who's been locked up in a mental institution, raise your hand. Why you got to call me out like that? <laughs> That's why she should know the gun. <laughs> Now, this was like 10 years ago. Now, let me say this. Let me say this. Women are very le- unlikely to use a gun in the uh, in the committing of a crime. That's what I was going to say. How many, women, how many women were how many women were active shooters this week? None. I don't think none. No, women. No, here's it's the thing about that. Though. Hold on. When women murder somebody, it's usually with a knife because it's a lot more personal with them. <laughs> That's the fucking truth. That is the fucking <laughs> truth. Hey, Brandon, Brandon, what you told me? If you're going to murder somebody, what you, how will you kill them? <laughs> with a knife. To where? The heart. <laughs> That's women. You look it up. Look up women killers, women murders, women serial killers. Almost all of them are very much up close and personal killings. <laughs> they won't let you know that I'm killing you. They, they want you to see their You're face. You're going to remember this face when you're dead, motherfucker. <laughs> if a woman has chosen to kill you, it is for very, very specific reason. There are very, and very. Plan is very well thought out. It's oh, yeah. like it's gonna happen at this day on this time. And, yeah. Women, women and murder is like women and cheating. Men will cheat, and honestly, men will murder. Usually, it's a crime of opportunity. Women, if they're gonna cheat, it's for very specific reasons. It's well planned out. 
<laughs> Nobody knows what's going on, and they're totally surprised when it happens. It's the same with when they <laughs> kill somebody. Wait, she fucked that guy? She she was fucking her trainer? Really? She murdered that guy? She stabbed him in the eye 39 times with a big pen? I'm just saying, don't piss your wives off, boys. All right, I want to change the topic because we talked about... Just embarrass me on that one. Look, look, I'm, I've been married for a long time. I know that if I'm mysteriously found dead, you all know where to look. All right? I'm just saying. Jackie, where's Chris? Everybody everybody loves my wife. Everybody knows my wife. Also, if she does kill me, she's totally justified in it whatsoever. All right. I want to change the topics, but only slightly. I would so fucking help bury you. <laughs> yeah, you would. There isn't. Look, let me just say this: there isn't a single. I think you asked the which, which city, which which places I said to go bury. Where, where do we decide the best place to bury somebody? What? DWG. Where's the best place? Bunkerville. <laughs> I will say this for my friends: there isn't a single. I've already got a spot built up for James L. <laughs> there isn't. There isn't a single one of my motherfucking friends friends who wouldn't a help b provide an alibi and c totally justify it with her every one of you and you're not wrong all right so i want to i want to change gears very slightly i want to change gears so with the uh climate change impact that's happening in our world in southern nevada the water levels have receded at lake mead and corpses have started to appear on the shore what do you, you, you guys still live to do there? With it. Look, Brenda, very quickly. I ain't got nothing to do with that. Um, <laughs> what do you guys think about that? Being Southern Nevada I gotta, residents, I got, I got to ask one of my brothers because <laughs> he's kind of, he's like serial killer, like secret, like he, he's so like secret, secret, like super. It wasn't like a double secret probation kind of brother, yeah. and uh, and he's had a couple ex girlfriends that. <laughs> <laughs> Randomly disappeared. Kinda, disappeared. So, so I'm not gonna name names, Craig. I mean, I'm not gonna. <laughs> but we always have a family joke. I shit you not. For like 25, oh. 30 years that he's putting fucking bodies in like me, and he's probably sweat. He's probably shitting his pants right now. He's like, oh fuck. Did I get rid of all the evidence? <laughs> did, did they get fingerprints off for of 25 years? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they're going to find anyone famous out there? Do you think Hoffa's out there? I don't know if Hoffa made it out there. Maybe. He could be out there. Brenda's being real quiet. I know. She put somebody there. After she just there. after she just pulled her bra strap up. They're sealed. <laughs> you know how they be like, oh, women can't drag a man. Oh, yeah. When they piss it up, they don't drag a motherfucker to Lake Mead. <laughs> I'm third asses just like everybody else. What and do you mean? That was like, my trash. <laughs> and it was like, I'm so weak. I can't lift the man. I can't. But when they stab the fuck out, <laughs> this stuff, they got <laughs> like, like fucking driftwood and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm surprised? I'm surprised of is that they haven't found more body parts, but only because those bodies that they, the people that have been tossed out there that they have found, I'm not kidding. They found them with cement shoes. Okay. 
I'm surprised that the legs haven't gotten gnawed through or eaten through by the catfish. And then the bodies, no, hold on, the bodies float to the top, and then they would have gotten cut up by the hydroplane races back in the 90s and the 80s. (laughs) You see how fat the mafia fuckers are? You think they they be sweating it up. They try to cut someone's leg off. They're like, oh, they told you. (laughs) Fuck this shit. Go get some cement bricks. Yeah, they found guys that have. They have found something. So if I'm remembering they correctly, nobody. they found they found bodies that are chained to to um, cinder blocks, the literal cement shoes. Brenda's sitting there, not saying anything. I'm getting kind of <laughs> nervous. <laughs> She's like, shit. All right, you guys want to finish? <laughs> but she's like, I knocked all this teeth out so they can't ideal that way. <laughs> all right, all right. So, so let's play a game. Let's Make play. sure I had rubber gloves on. <laughs> I want to play a game. I want to play a game. Brenda, are you are you down to play a game? Sure, let's play a game. Okay, are you wearing socks and shoes? No. Go put them on. Because I got an idea for a game. It's totally on the fly. Go put a pair of socks and shoes on. Trust me. This is going to be good. This is going to be good. All right. Hold on. I got to look this up real quick. All right. So we're looking for. Let me see here. I'm literally. We're literally doing this on the fly. Oh, perfect. I got a good one here. All right. Okay, cool. All right, I have a list of. Okay, cool. I have a list of things here, and this is what I think we can do. This is what I think we should do. When Brenda gets back, she's gonna be wearing socks and shoes. Uh oh. Do Do you need to refill that? Do we need to take a break so you can refill? Mm-mm. Okay, because this one's gonna go into overtime. All right. So Brenda's got Brenda's got a dress on too. Wow. <sighs> All right, Brennan, you got socks and shoes on? I have socks and shoes okay. on. <laughs> Are you – I should have asked this beforehand. Can you get yourself in a position where you can get your feet on the camera in the socks and shoes? Like, can you put them up on the desk? Is that possible? Without showing my underwear, I could try. <laughs> you can try. I mean, it is the internet, right? So, yeah, without showing your undies. <laughs> Okay, cool. All right, so we've got socks and shoes here. So this is what we're going to do. I have a list of 80s movie movie trivia questions here. Okay? Okay. For every one that James L. gets right, Brennett, will you take off an article of footwear? Like, if he gets one right, you'll take off one shoe. If you get another one right, you'll take off another shoe. Eventually, we can get you down to just your feet. What do you think? You willing to do that with us? Let's do it. All right. James L., you ready for this? Yeah. <laughs> Boy, you bet you're regretting telling me about this now, huh? <laughs> All right. So I am looking at a list of 80s movie trivia. And like I said, for everyone you get right, we'll take one off. Okay. And I've got I've got enough questions here that we can get her down to her bare toes. Oh yeah, I've got plenty of questions here. All right, so let's see. First off, James L. Name the highest grossing film in the eighties decade. Highest grossing film in the eighties decade. 
Empire Strikes Back? Ooh, incorrect, sir. Incorrect. It would be E.T., the extraterrestrial. Uh Right. Yeah, sorry, sorry. So no, nope, no. The shoes, the shoes stay on. No, nope, stays on, stays on. He got it wrong. He got it wrong. Oh yeah, that's right. It only, it only. He only gets rewarded if he gets it right. He gets it right, right. All right. Now again, I want. These are the easy questions. By the way, they get harder as we progress. The next one. Ready? Name the character portrayed by Robert De Niro in the film Raging Bull. God damn! It's not. It's not a Rocky name. Either. Nope, it is not. I'm gonna need an answer. What's the What's the initials? J L. WG needs a shot. <laughs> she needs a shot. Damn, she's straight out of the bottle, too. <laughs> and yeah, and a know. and a polar chaser. The answer is Jake Lamada. Dang, James Jake L. LaMotta. Jake Lamada. God damn it! DWG, can you can you put them little tootsies up there for one more time? Right, James, right, look, right, man, right, this right. is this is look. She's got some nice footwear on there, <laughs> and the leg tattoo is showing at that. All right, I got an easy one for you. We'll see if you get this. All right. I should know. I should know. Jake you Lamotta should know. Too. Jake okay. Which of the following did Patrick Swayze act in? Now, this could be a curveball. I'm going to throw this one out there. Okay. Dirty Dancing, E.T. Top Gun, which of those? Which one, which one would, had did Patrick Swayze star in? <laughs> Come on, man, that's too fucking. Give me a real question. Guys, <laughs> what I got? It's a real one. It's a real one. Oh, I know it's a real question, but give me a real question. You're not going to answer. answer it, of course. All right, there you go. You got one finally. All right, Brenna, if you would please take off your left shoe. All right. Oh, look at that. She's, she's got the sock. She's got the sock. Now, what's the other foot? The other one's got a shoe on it. So this one is for this one. Oh, boy. The other one is for another shoe. You ready for this one? You wanted a, a hard one. Here you go. Which 80s movie had six sequels and a TV series? Police Academy. Oh, damn. He got it. Didn't even hesitate. Was it the TV series that gave it away? No, I was watching Police Academy at work. I mean, <laughs> all right. It's the all same right. shoe. Where's the other shoe? No, no, no. She's got both shoes are off. off. Both shoes uh, are off. All right. So now we're down to the socks. Now we're down to the socks. <laughs> but we're running out of questions. All right. So this is from the quotes <laughs> section. Okay. All right. Here's the quote. What are you interested in? Nothing. This is from an 80s film. What are you interested in? Nothing. Well, all the lies, I don't know. You don't know? Hold on, hold on. That one's from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You know how many times I've seen that movie? I don't know. Like a thousand. And you didn't recognize <laughs> that. Why of all the lines is that one? That was not even. Look, I'm going. I'm going through this list here. I'm just going through the list. Look, I'm just trying to get you some tips tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna get the next two. All right. No pressure. (laughs) Well, then, since you are bragging, we're gonna switch to the harder category. All right. Exactly. How much money does Hans Gruber 
Intend to Steal in Die Hard. Four million? Four? You say four million. Is that yeah. your final answer? Or the 40 million. Is 40 million your final answer? Brennan, you want to wiggle those toes for him? I, I, I'll say four million. You say four million. The answer is six hundred and forty million. Six hundred and forty million. Yeah, it was that. It was a half was a million dollars. It was very hard. All right. All right. All right. So here's the next one. And you said you've seen Ferris Bueller like a thousand times, so you should know the answer. Uh, to this is very simple. All right. What is the name of the high school where Ferris Bueller went in Ferris Bueller's Day Off? God damn it. <laughs> Want to give him a wiggle there? Give him a wiggle, Brenna. Thank you so much, by the way, for playing along. We're really putting you on the spot here. Uh, I don't know. Thing. You don't know? That would be mm. Shermer High. Shermer I, I still High. Would, I did that. Wouldn't have got I that. I would not know that one. Mm. Next one. Okay. The next one. Which of the following movies was produced and distributed by Warner Brothers? Okay. The mm -hmm. Shining, The mm. Princess Bride, or The Breakfast Club? Give him a wiggle there. One more wiggle, Brian, if you would. Princess Bride. Princess Bride. Ooh, sorry. The answer would be The Shining. Be The Shining. Okay. Let's see here. I've seen that one a hundred times. You've seen so. that one a hundred times? How many times <laughs> do you think you've seen Empire Strikes Back? Four or five. Four or five times. You've only seen Empire Strikes Back like four or five times. You've got a fucking stormtrooper behind you. And that's mm -hmm. it. Brenna, do me a favor if you would, please. Could you just slip your sock just off your heel? Just just off the heel. Just slip it up there. Just, there you go. Just like that. Just like that. Okay. James L. In what year was Empire Strikes Back released? 1982. Brenna? Go ahead and slip that sock back on your heel because it was released in 1980. 1981. 1980. Oh, no, the last one was 82. No, Return of Jedi is 82. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see here. Um, okay. Here's one for you. Ready? In you the know Empire Strike Back? I did not really care for that movie That one's my all. favorite. Empire's my favorite. But... I start to like him more later on. Okay. In the movie The Breakfast Club, which character brought rice, seaweed, and raw fish for lunch? Give him a wiggle. Give him a little wiggle there. <laughs> Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. <laughs> I want to say because it was so odd. I want to say it was Anthony Michael Hall's character. No, it was Molly Ringwald's character. Shitty? It was Molly Ringwald's character. Ringwald? Claire. It was Claire. It was just Claire. But it seems so obvious. That's what I talked about. <laughs> because it came to my head. But I was like, that's so obvious for her to bring it because of how she is. That someone else must have brought it. I talked my fucking self out of it. <laughs> Okay, so let's let we'll go back to the Breakfast Club in in the food category. Give him a little wiggle there, just a little wiggle. Which <laughs> character you can name the character or the actor brought their lunch in a grocery bag? Oh, John Bender. John Bender, incorrect. 
It was Emilio Estevez's character, and the bag said Happy Foods on it. <laughs> Man, I need to watch these movies again. I haven't seen them in years. You are so. not doing well with this, my friend. You are not doing Do you want to switch to 90s trivia, maybe? Or no, do you want to go or do you want to go straight to Star Wars trivia? No, we'll stick with the 80s. I only have a few more 80s questions, and, and I right, think Brett is right. getting a little tired there with her leg up in the air. <laughs> Working very hard and not showing her undies. I just haven't seen these movies in a long ass fucking time. Okay. So Let's... I watched them a lot while I was younger. All right. This one, this one should be an easy one. Let's see if you get this one. This one might get you a sock off. You ready? Which of the following eight iconic 80s movies did Jennifer Grey not act in? Okay. Dirty Dancing, Die Hard, or Red Dawn? Which one was she not oh, that's, in? That's, that's, that's Die Hard. That's easy. There you go. Look, there you go. All right, Brenna. If you would, please put your foot down on the floor and take the sock off. You don't get to see him until you get both. No, no, put it down, put it down. <laughs> you don't get to see him until you get both socks off, James L. You got to get one more sock off, okay? And you've only got two questions to do it in. Ooh, no pressure. <laughs> and these are not going to be easy ones. These are the hardest ones in this list. You ready? Mm-hmm. Who played the role of Elliot in E.T.? What was the actor's name? The little boy. The little boy. Yep. What was the actor's name? And the bad thing is he only did a handful of things outside of that. Remember that Cloak and Dagger movie with... Um, uh, with um, oh, I can't remember his name. He did that. He only did like a handful of things. No. You don't know? Hey, Henry Thomas. Henry Thomas. Okay. So what's the last one? The last one. I won't. The one I was gonna ask you is who played the role of Antonio Scarelli in the Oscar-winning movie Amadeus? That's F. Murray Abraham. I'm not gonna make you that one. The last. I knew one, that one. You knew that one? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Well, here's the last one. You ready, James L? You ready? Yeah. yeah. Which of the following movies was released in 1982? Okay. The thing. I'm going to give you three movies. All right. Which of the following was released in 1982? Brent, if you want to pop that sock off your heel again. You don't need to pop it off. This is going to be an easy one for me. All right. So your answers are The Verdict, Batman, and the color of money. Which one was released in 1982? The verdict. Hey, he got it. All right. <laughs> the color okay. money was eight, the color money is 1986. All right, he's been a good boy, Brenda. Do you think he deserves to see those toes of yours? I guess. All right. Oh, look at that. There you go, James L. <laughs> oh, she's even getting the toe point for you. Oh, look at that. Both. Can you get him close to the camera for him? She's working very hard to show you those and not show the panties. That's fantastic. All right, folks. We... All I say is next time, next time, where are the hanging socks? Oh, the white ones? No, black ones. Oh, <laughs> Brenna, I think I might be able to find you some thigh high or knee high socks with the two color stripes at the top, the white ones. Put some stockings on. <laughs> James, I, I can't really tell because of your complexion and all, but I think you might be blushing a little. <laughs> the stockings is a fetish oh boy all right folks we thank you I'm shooting, so much I'm shooting, I'm shooting, I'm shooting, 
And that is irresponsible gun ownership. All right, folks, we thank you so much for spending yet another hour and change with us. Um, this has been a hell of a show. Um, oh, my gosh. I just I just clicked over to the chat room. Yannervite is in there. Um, I just saw him. Wow. So I, I apologize so much for missing that, buddy. I had the chat window behind. Yannervite, thank you. Um, I, I appreciate you coming out. <laughs> the R2-D2 thigh highs. Nice. Okay, folks, thank you so much for joining us for yet another episode of Blab the Show. You can find us here every Friday at 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. You can also download the show as a podcast uh, wherever your podcasts are available. And you can watch the show as a video podcast on Spotify. DWG, you got anything you want to promote or pimp? You got like a, a uh, OnlyFans channel or like a Patreon or something? No, nothing like that? Next time I'm on, Next I'll have on? your OnlyFans. <laughs> James L, anything you want to say before we? Uh... I love my guns, oh, guns, God. guns, guns. What movie is that for? I have no idea. Guns, guns, guns. You don't remember? No. Robocop. Oh shit, that is right. <laughs> See, you're not the only one slipping on '80s movies. So yeah. fuck you. I'd buy that for a dollar. Uh, yeah, exactly. Good, good, good. <laughs> All right. Good night, folks. All right. Good night, folks. <laughs>